Hey there, you're listening to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which is all about communicating the real-life narrative of being an entrepreneurial woman. I'm your host, Alice Burnham, and if you're ready to be inspired and fall one step closer to your dream career, then keep on listening. Welcome to episode number six of the podcast series where I am asking and answering the question of is your social media popular or profitable? I'm going to be talking about this mistake which I see made in marketing time and time again. I see it with so many of the clients that I work with and I truly believe that if businesses can grasp the importance of avoiding and understanding this mistake, the effectiveness of their digital marketing is going to be transformed. Before we start, I just want to introduce myself if we haven't met before. My name is Alice, I'm the host of this podcast and I'm a digital marketing coach, which basically means that I work one-on-one with creative entrepreneurs and business owners to create a digital marketing strategy which actively grows their business and one which isn't just effective but is easy to sustain and doesn't feel like a ton of hard work. And before I walk into the content here, I want to start by throwing my hands up in the air and admitting that this mistake is something that I have definitely been guilty of making. So if you're listening and you're thinking, hey, I think this might be me, I think I might be valuing popularity over profitability, hey, don't feel guilt, don't feel shame, but instead just lean into this episode, keep listening, because I'm going to walk you through how you can change that mistake, walk away from it and begin to achieve profitability and effectiveness within your social media. And the main reason that I'm sharing this content with you is because I don't want you to be wasting your precious time, energy or creativity on creating content and strategy which isn't actively growing your business. Because let's be real, as business owners, we have enough going on to be worrying about doing something which isn't working for us. So this elusive mistake that I keep talking about, I mentioned it at the start, valuing popularity over profits. And keep listening because at the end I'm going to have a free guide for you which is going to help you to implement today's teaching. To talk to you a little bit about what you can expect from this episode, I'm going to talk about why it's so easy for us to make this mistake, how you can be clear in what effective marketing and social media looks like for you, my experience of switching from personal to business content and what that was like for me, how you can avoid the mistakes in your business, how you can avoid valuing popularity over profitability by tracking the right statistics and targeting the right client. So if you're ready to jump into today's episode and learn how you can create content which brings profits, not just popularity, then this is an episode for you. Let's dive in. So to start, we'll just acknowledge by saying it's no surprise that in this world we can begin to value the popularity of something over anything else. The world is so obsessed with numbers, and particularly in marketing. We're tracking how many subscribers we have, our average likes, how many followers we have, has that gone up or down, what's our growth rate, all these different numbers, we're obsessed with them. And as much as I love tracking statistics and think it's a really valuable tool within your business, I think there's a risk. Because when you're constantly looking at and valuing and tracking the effectiveness of what you're doing by the numbers, you can miss a huge part. And the first time that I really recognized a company who was being popular but not profitable through their social media um, was a couple of years ago. And I sat down with a client and they were a big corporate company. They had a large online following. And in their initial meeting with me, they proceeded to tell me all of their impressive social statistics about their thousands of followers and incredible engagement figures. And yes, as impressed as I was by what they'd achieved, my question next slightly stumped them. 
I asked, how many of those followers are currently customers or are on the way to becoming customers? The silence that followed that question was enough of an answer for me. Because sure, they developed a social media strategy which earned them a big following and people that love their content. But that following and that content was in no way impacting their bottom line and their business. Because let's be real, if your business isn't being actively grown through your use of social media, you're wasting your time. Because that's what we're trying to do through being on social media, interacting with people and attracting a following. Valuing effectiveness over how many likes your photos get isn't an easy thing to switch to. So let me tell you a bit more about my experience with this. You see, if you look back on my Instagram, you'll see that it was purely personal. Just like your average Joe, I would share everything that most people would. Photos of my friends and family, pictures of my new car or my dog. And as you suspect, I gave little to no thought about what I was posting because, hey, I was just sharing my life and enjoying it. I didn't care about having a plan or a strategy and that was totally okay. But then when I launched my digital marketing business, I realized that I was missing something. I was teaching all of these other clients and people to use social media to grow their business, but I wasn't doing it for myself. And you know what it's like when you're self-employed, you have an amazing realization and about six months down the line was the first thing, first time I actually did anything about that. But the first thing I did was begin to tailor the content and the strategy within my Instagram to be more business focused. And that transition was my first experience with the popular or profitable issue that we're talking about in today's episode. You see, my followers, when I first switched to business content, were friends and family. They were people who had an invested interest in my life, but they didn't fit my idea of an uh, my ideal client and they weren't necessarily interested in my business. As a result, when I first started posting stuff about my new work on my new website or pointing people towards content I'd created, my statistics fell. As you can expect, people unfollowed me, I got less likes, and if you're just looking at it from a statistics point of view, my social media was getting worse. And you can even go back in my Instagram and look at those personal pictures and they, they get a lot, they probably got more likes than a lot of my posts do now. But what I failed to recognize at the time when I was seeing the followers fall and my likes go down was that the effectiveness and the profitability was going up. You see, you may look at a post that I do now and it gets, I don't know, say 70 likes. And you might think, wow, you used to post a picture and it would get over 100 likes. But what's different is that those 70 people who are now engaging with and liking my content, because it's business style content and it's content which is relevant to my company, those people are making an actual difference in my work. They're not just people that are enjoying my content, they're people who are relevant for what I'm doing. And I would very happily now say that my Instagram is effective for my business. But if you look at it from a statistical point of view, you would not think that. So to use kind of what I've learned through that, let's walk through how you can actually avoid making this mistake. Because let me tell you, it's not a one-time thing. The world is so obsessed with numbers. Marketing is totally revolved around statistics and how much growth you're getting and what your investment is and what impact that's having. So you continually have to remind yourself to shift that mindset, to realize that actually not always as great as statistics are to show a lot of things, they're not always the best to show how profitable or effective something is. So let's talk about how you can actually change that mindset and remind yourself to focus on the profitability and not the popularity. 
the first thing that I would encourage you to do is to establish what effective slash profitable looks like for you. Whether you are a company who's selling services, products, you're a charity and you want people to, to donate or you want to raise awareness for something, you have an intention. And I want to ask you a question of, is your social media currently working towards this goal? If you sell a product, is your social media currently driving people towards your website? If you want to raise awareness for a course, is your social media currently spreading awareness for what you're talking about? Whenever I start with a client, I ask them the question, imagine your social media being effective. What do you imagine? Do you imagine more leads? Do you imagine more of your current clients being served? Do you imagine a better customer service experience? Whatever your answer is to that question should be your intention with your social media. And that intention should be what everything of your strategy revolves around. My guess and what I see with most of my clients is that you want to create an online presence which serves your current customers and attracts and generates new ones. I know that sounds vague, but it's pretty broad and I found that it works with a lot of business models. So to repeat that, it's to say that your goal with your online presence is to serve your current customers and attract and generate new ones. So from that sentence, we can totally tell that we're looking for our social media to be profitable and effective for our business, not just popular. And to ensure that you maintain that eyesight and of looking at profitability first, it takes systems and processes to ensure that you're keeping intentional and keeping on track. The first thing that I would suggest you to do is to focus on the right statistics. We're probably used to tracking our followers or our likes or our subscribers or the amount of people that um, are friends with us on Facebook. That's an easy thing for us to look at. But I would encourage you, if you want to start looking at the profitability of your social media, to track some different statistics and not necessarily statistics which are right there in front of us. Start tracking the amount of leads that you get through your Instagram account. Start tracking the amount of DMs that you're getting online of people who are interested in what you do. I, something that I really value tracking now is the amount of new people and connections that I've made through Instagram. What my Instagram is most effective for is for connecting with people in the same industry as me, making relationships with them and growing both of our businesses as a result. And since I've learned that I don't want my social media to just be popular, but I want it to be profitable, I've been tracking so much more of these kind of things. Another thing that I track is the click-throughs that go to my website, particularly from my Instagram. Um, if you do not already know what Linktree is, pause this episode right now. I'm going to leave a, leave a link to it in the show notes, which you can find at alicebenham.co.uk forward slash profitable. So check it out. It is an incredible tool. If you're using Instagram in any way for business or to share content you're creating, use Linktree. What it does is it solves that problem where we think, well, there's only one place to put a link in Instagram in my bio, so I've got to pick which one I want it to be. But with Linktree, it creates a hub for however many links you want to share. And the best thing about it is you can see statistics for those clicks. You can see how many people have clicked on them. And if you go for the pro package, you can see even more than that. What time of day they clicked on it, which people were click on, click, click, clicking on it. <laughs> The statistics it provides you is incredible and for me that's been a resource which has been so effective in learning to track the profitability and effectiveness of what I'm doing online. 
knowing that people aren't just liking my content with a double tap, but they're actually clicking through and reading it is an incredible thing for me to track and it's something that I really value. Perhaps I would almost say that I value the amount of people that click through onto my link tree more than the amount of people that like my pictures because that action means much more to me in terms of my business as a whole. Someone reading a piece of content of mine is so much more valuable than someone double tapping on one of my pictures. I hope I helped you to make that sense. So that would be my kind of big point. Focus on the right statistics. Yes, keep following keep looking at your followers. Yes, keep looking at how many likes you're getting, but track some other stuff as well. Track how many leads you're getting through social media. Track how many new people you've connected with in your industry. Track how many people are clicking through to your website or your content through your page. And just to remind you, check out Linktree. I would so recommend it. It's not sponsored in any way, but I just absolutely love it. And the second thing I'm going to tell you, if you want to be looking to be profitable in your social media and not just popular, you want to be marketing to your ideal client. And this is a topic and something that I'm so obsessed with talking about. Um, all of my clients probably get bored of me talking about it because I'm so obsessed with keeping everything totally pivoted around your idea of an ideal client. Because if I take you back to the example of when I switched over my content, my pool of followers had no likeness with my ideal client. They were friends, they were family, they were different ages to my ideal client, they were in different businesses, they weren't relevant for what I was marketing. And actually, the drop in followers and the drop in likes happened because the content that I started to create, which was tailored to my ideal client, wasn't what they wanted to see. And that's fine. And understanding that there's a total link between what you're creating and the followers you're attracting is going to transform how you see your social media. If you understand that by creating content which interests people, adds value to people's lives and is relevant to your ideal client, they are going to be so much more interested in engaging with you and connecting with you online. I think it's easy to sit back and complain that we're not gaining followers or not gaining new connections online when actually we're not putting anything out there for those people to be attracted to. And the idea of attracting and repelling, I think is an uncomfortable topic sometimes in social media. We love to talk about attracting the right clients, but we don't necessarily love to talk about repelling the ones that aren't right for us. I think sometimes as an entrepreneur, we want everyone to like us and we want to be in this world where everyone loves what we're doing and everyone wants to connect with us. But the reality is, if you're going to create a brand and a company which is true to who you are, there's some people that aren't going to like that. And if you're creating content which is truly tailored to your ideal client, you're going to be repelling the clients that aren't for you, but through that, attracting the ones that are perfect for your business. And there's going to be so many benefits to that, let me tell you. It's so easy to tailor what you're doing to everybody and try and become this kind of unicorn who can do absolutely everything for every type of business. But let me tell you, if you're super specific and here's the kind of clients I work with and therefore here's the content that I'm going to post online to market to them, you are going to become so much more effective in what you do online, let me tell you. And I know that idea of an ideal client gets thrown around a lot and it's hard to think, all my clients right now look so different. I can't pull this together into one kind of persona of what that looks like. And I totally get that. If I were to look at all my current clients, they don't look exactly like my ideal client. They're all a little bit different. 
but I've understood that by being intentional with going for the ideal client means that my actual clients are going to look as close to that as possible. And not only is it going to help with you within your business to be attracting the right kind of people, but having a really clear ideal client is going to help you and how you run your business. When I learn something, because I have such a niche of the type of entrepreneurs I work with, I need to learn that for that one industry. I'm not trying to learn the best marketing tips for every single industry and business out there. I'm just learning the ones that are relevant to my clients. And because my clients are very similar in the industries they work in, the challenges they face, and the goals that they have, my teaching and my um, expertise is allowed to be so much more intense and kind of narrow, but so much richer within that area. And I hope that makes sense to you. I could talk all day about marketing to your ideal client and knowing who your ideal client is, so I'll shut up just about now. Um, but I did mention at the start that I have a free guide for you. And this was something that I created kind of about a year ago, really, when I first started creating content and guides that would help people in marketing. And I checked it out when I was recording and planning this podcast, and I thought, yes, that's still going to work. I should give people that and allow people to use that. So what it is, is a guide on how you can find your ideal client online, how you can create content which attracts and serves them, and also how you can just determine what your ideal client should look like. Questions to ask yourself to determine who are they, what do they like, how does my service or my product solve their problems, what are their challenges, what are their goals, how does my company fit in with that. So you can check out the guide, you can download it for free or for your use, um, for you to kind of use within your business over at the show notes, which as I said, are at www.alicebenham.co.uk forward slash profitable. So go and check that out, give it a download. I hope that it serves you in your business well. Um, yeah, I didn't make it specifically for this episode, but I knew when I was designing what I was going to talk about today, that it would be something which would serve people. So that's kind of the end of this episode. I like keeping them short. I could talk absolutely all day about social media marketing and being profitable over popular, but I hope that this kind of short episode has helped you to feel a little bit more connected with what your goals are as a business and help your kind of goals within your business and your strategy on social media to feel a little bit kind of closer together. So if I could give you two things to take away with from today's episode. The first one would be to track the right statistics. I cannot say it enough. Stop just looking at the followers. Stop just looking at the decrease in likes you're getting. And instead, look at how many more people am I connecting with? How many more leads am I getting? How many people are now engaging with my content as a result of what I'm making? And if you're doing the same as me and switching from kind of more general or personal content to business type content, be patient. You'll see a drop probably initially where people aren't very interested in it and yes, your followers don't really care about your business. But let me tell you, once you really dig into that strategy and create content which is really specific to your ideal client, you're going to start seeing amazing traction and growth. And then the second thing would just be, as I literally just said, market to your ideal client. Be specific. Be intentional. Don't be afraid to attract and repel. And check out that guide because I think that's really going to serve you and how you kind of pull together what your ideal client looks like. So that's it for today's episode. I just wanted to tell you all at the end here a bit of an offer that I have going on with my coaching at the moment. So I've got an offer for anyone who books in with my social 360 package during the month of March. 
So what this package is, it's my digital marketing coaching with, if you've never come across digital marketing coaching before, which is such a mouthful, um, think of it like you would look at business coaching, which is all about training you and your processes and your mindset. It's the exact same as that, but focused on your marketing, streamlining the strategy behind your online presence as a business. And it's a six-month process, and I'm currently offering that anyone that books with it within March gets a professional branding shoot at your offices, home, location, wherever you're at in the UK. Um, and as a result of that, you'll get given 20 or more high-quality images of you and your business, which you can start using right away to refresh your online marketing. Now, this special offer is worth £400, but I'm adding it in for free for anyone who books in for the Social 360 package within March. So if you've been considering transforming your digital marketing or you really know that you need to kind of grab it by the horns and start making it effective, that might be the right thing for you. So again, I'll link a, a place where you can find out more about the coaching in the show notes, which are at alicevenham.co.uk forward slash profitable. But I promise I'm done now with this episode. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found it effective and intentional and useful for your business. And I've not just been rambling for 20 minutes. Uh, as always thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon